You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Special edition this week of the Dave Rothenberg Show because the NFL messed with our weekend and they made the full weekend on Saturday. So you had all the games yesterday. You had the, you know, what, seven, you had the seven one o'clock games. You had the one two o'clock game. And then you had the two four o'clock games and then the game last night in Pittsburgh, which was absolutely frigid. Some entertaining, some disappointing football yesterday, but we'll get to all of it today. But listen, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, all the things that you celebrate. Happy, happy, merry, merry to you and to yours. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, it is freezing outside. I I was outside yesterday a bunch of times with the dogs. It is absolutely freezing. So stay warm, stay inside, maybe by a fire, watch your football. Watch your NBA. I mean, this I think this is the first year that we have like the, a full slate of NFL games because it always feels to me like it's NBA. But this year there's uh, there's multiple sports to choose from. So Merry, Merry Christmas. Hope you woke up this morning, uh, got exactly what you needed, wanted, and that you did it with people that you care about. So we, we have a lot to do today. Uh, we're going to take you to 1130. That's when the Knicks take over. Bing uh, bong. Yeah, bing bong against the Philadelphia 76ers, 1-800-919-3776. And I know it's your Christmas morning, and I know that you want to spend it with family, but if you have little kids, you've probably been up for hours, right? Like, that's that's what I have always heard, is that when you have little kids, they can't they can't sleep past, like, 6 o'clock. So they're up, everything is unwrapped and open by what time? 7.30, and now you're like, okay, what do we do the rest of the day? I'm here for you. The rest of the day, leading you up to the Knicks. You're on your way into the Knicks game, here for you. You're, you're disgusted, disappointed about the Jets, here for you. Uh, there's a, a report about Zach Wilson we'll get into. Didn't come as a surprise. Everybody acts like this was a huge surprise. Jay Glazer had this, and we're not going to lead with it, obviously, but I'll, I'll just throw it out there. Jay Glazer had this report on the Fox pregame show yesterday that this is it. The Jets will move on from Zach Wilson at the end of the year. And I was like, okay, is that that's a surprise? Like, that's what I think we all fully expected. How can you... You can't keep this guy here. He's terrible. I mean, the Jets completely whiffed on the second overall pick they, after completely whiffing on the third overall pick. So we'll get to the Jets. And I guess if you're a Jets fan, it's like, I mean, it's like when you're a sports fan, you're like a mini addict, right? Where you just, I, I don't care anymore. Whatever happens, happens. And then the Dolphins are playing. You're like, oh, well, I'd like to see the Dolphins uh, lose today because that keeps our chances alive. The Jets do have a real chance to get in. Now, I don't know that they're going to win their last two and get the little bit of help they need, but they do have a real chance, and that starts today, 1 o'clock, with the Dolphins losing to the Packers is what you need to have happen. So we'll get to the Jets. We'll go around the NFL. Here's my question. I don't know if we do. Do we go with uh, a Stump Rothenberg, a Christmas edition of Stump Rothenberg? Because, I, I mean, I don't know how many people knew we were going to be on today. So now we're on today till 1130, and... Do we do we have the ammunition to get into a stump Rothenberg and say like a a ten thirty? I don't know. We'll we'll have to we'll have to have meetings. We'll have to run it up to Paul. We'll have to figure it out. I'll have to ask Harv if he thinks it's appropriate and if we get the appropriate number of calls. So one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. And there are no rules today for us, right? It's Christmas Day. It's Chris, it's Christmas morning. So there are no rules. There is no well. You want to talk about the Mets and Carlos Correa and what's going to happen with that? Yes, let's do that. You want to talk about this is what you got on Christmas morning for a gift. Is that a good gift from your significant other? Let's talk about that. There are no rules today. The phone lines, as they say in the biz, are wide open. And we start where we need to start. 
and that's the New York Football Giants. And this, we, we are this clo- we were this close from this being an elite Christmas morning, an elite Christmas morning, right? That's that's where we were. We were this close from this being one of the great Christmas mornings of all time. Because I got to be honest with you, and this is completely truthful. I really, truly believe the Giants were the better team yesterday. Like, Justin Jefferson is elite, and Hawkinson made a couple of unbelievable catches, but the Giants were better. I thought they were better. They were better than what is now a 12-3. and I don't know how this team is 12-3, and because it feels like they're 12-3 and with good fortune every single step of the way, but somehow Minnesota sits here at 12-3. and Do you realize if the Giants had won yesterday? A game, I, again, I think they should have won. We'd be sitting here talking about the playoffs. You'd be in the postseason right now. You'd have a berth into the postseason right now staring you in the face. Well, that's not where we are. They lost that game. But I, I will say this. Was I, especially in the moment, annoyed and angry? And how many times, for God's sakes, I mean, do other teams lose games like this? Because I haven't seen it. If you line up for a 60-some-odd-yard field goal against the Giants, odds are it's going to go through the uprights. But, I mean, I never win a game like that. Doesn't feel like other teams win games like that. The Giants have had it happen three times in the last, what, three years, four years? They had that Gano one. They had the Jake Elliott. And they had yesterday. When, when does that happen for me? When do I get a... And uh, Gano lines up for a 63-yarder on the Giants. It's got the distance, and it's going to be good. I never get that. Why don't I get that? When's that going to happen for me? But okay, because here's the big picture, people. You're annoyed by the loss. And see, the Giants, what they haven't done almost all year is made mistakes. And yesterday, they made mistakes. Right? They did. You had the fumble from Bellinger. That's, that's points. And that's points. You, you had a first down at like the 23-yard line. That's points. Unless you turn it over there, that's points. And then Daniel Jones, who hasn't thrown a lot of interceptions, gets picked off. And then the Giants seemingly have an interception by called Cordell Flott. And you're like, oh, that's a what a what a nice pick that was. And they they piece it together, and now it hit the turf. So that's not going to be an interception. They go down on that drive. They score a touchdown. So it just felt like all of the things that worked in the advantage of the Giants all year long went against them. But I thought they were the better team yesterday. I really did. I thought Barkley, would they used him exactly how you'd hope you'd use him. I thought Daniel Jones, and maybe we have now our answer on Daniel Jones, because I thought he was excellent in that game yesterday. I threw for 330 yards, ran the ball effectively, right? I didn't think Evan Neal was all that good, but for the most part, I thought the Giants offensively were as good as they can be. I mean, Hodges played well, except for Owen was I angry. Was oh was I angry, Richie James yesterday? I mean, what what are you doing, really? What I mean, how many games? And this is the problem: you have a guy on your team that you put in big, huge situations. That's just not capable. He's just not. He's let's be fair. He's not an NFL wide receiver. So you know, if your kid does something and they're not able to do it. Like, if you, if you send your kid to school and they're in sixth grade and they're taking, like, eighth grade chem and they come home, it's like, what would you get? 49. You got a 49 on the test? I don't understand it. Well, that's Richie James. Richie James is a practice squad or garbage time wide receiver. That's the truth. That's what he is. 
So you're putting him in the situation where you're saying, all right, Richie, go out there and produce. It's the second time. Now, I don't know, I don't know that he lost you the game. I don't know that, that, that he lost you the game. But he certainly didn't play well in that game. Like, he dropped. That ball was in his gut. That's a first down. God, he probably gets down to, what, the 15-yard line. And instead of putting up three, you have a great chance to put up seven. Well, all, most of the year, that has worked out for the Giants. Most of the year, those have played out to be wins. But not yesterday. And Richie James had two games this year where you look at him, you're like, oh, come on, man. Right? The game against Seattle, and he fumbled not once but twice as a punt returner. And the game yesterday, where he dropped that pass and another, and it's just, this is what happens when you play guys that probably shouldn't be playing in big moments. Now, Hodgins had a great game, and Slayton was pretty good. But I thought the Giants gave you everything yesterday. And as frustrated as I was and annoyed as I was, um, and it was frustrating because, again, and I said it, this is kind of my mission statement for the game yesterday. They should have won that game. And we would be celebrating on this Christmas morning. We'd be talking about how the Giants were in the postseason and how the Giants somehow shocked the world and were, what, 9-5-1. and one. But here is the upside. Here is the positive. Here is the good news that you have to look at, and that is you have a game against the Colts at home at MetLife Stadium. They don't even know who their quarterback is going to be. It's Nick Foles at the moment. Jonathan Taylor is out. Shaq Leonard is out. They're going to be on a short week. You're going to be home. You win that game, or you win, I would imagine, what will be a meaningless Week 18 for Philadelphia if they win Week 17 at home against the Saints. You win one of those two games. And your New York football giants are into the postseason. If, uh, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. If Brian Dable, and there was like a couple of games, there was the Eagles game, and there was a couple of games in there, the Lions game, where you said to yourself, uh-oh, is this going in the wrong direction? Well, no. Because you saw Sunday night, big-time emotional win against Washington, terrific performance. Followed up with the next week, and you get that performance. Now, you're not happy they lost, but the effort and performance they gave you, you know, we talk about it all the time, getting as much as you can. And, like, as a parent, as a friend, as a, as a spouse, and then as a sportsman, that's really that's all you can ask from your teams, right, is gi- give me everything you have, right? Give, if you give me the best efforts that you have, there's nothing more I can really ask for. And the Giants are giving you, they're getting every drop of juice out of this. And that's really all you can ask for. Now, am I happy they lost that game? No, I'm heartbroken. 61-yard field goal. I'm sitting there, I'm watching it. I'm like, 60, and that, that's a long field goal. It would be a franchise record. I know it's indoors, but Greg Joseph, he's going to make a, I've seen this guy miss a ton of field goals. He's going to make a 61-yard field goal. It's up. And they showed me a weird angle. I'm like, no, that's not, oh, oh, come on. And it goes through. And you have that moment of, ugh. And you're frustrated. It takes, I don't know about you, but I just sit there in like almost total silence for like an hour. Can't believe it. Complete shock. And, and then you realize, you know what? We're in great shape. And when you take a step back and you wake up on this Christmas morning and you count all your blessings, you realize we are in great shape. You're 8-6-1. You're you win against the Colts at home. Or you win in Philadelphia in a game they should have nothing to play for. And guess what? 
you are now in the postseason. And that is something nobody, nobody, nobody thought was going to happen this year. This Giants team has outdistanced any expectation you possibly had. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to start Giants. We're going to go Jets. We're going to get to the Mets. We're going to get to the Knicks. And, of course, we lead you until 1130 this Christmas morning, Knicks and the 76ers at 1130, the high noon game at the Garden. So the phone lines are wide open. 1-800-919-3776. And at some point in the next, I don't know, half an hour, we'll have a meeting of the minds of whether we really believe a Stump Roth, a Christmas edition of Stump Rothenberg at, say, 1030 can work. Because I don't want to set it up and play the open and give you the rules and get all excited to have either awful, awful calls or no calls because you guys are knee-deep in whatever, you know, playing with your coal or your new cars or whatever it is that, that you do on Christmas morning. So lines are open. We'll determine kind of play it by ear. 1-800-919-3776. News of the day, tough loss from the Giants. Zach Wilson will be gone, and we start there. 1-800-919-3776. It's a Christmas morning miracle. Rothenberg is on here with you on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's weird. I, I don't know. My, my whole life is set up with these football days. That it's, just, it's weird for me when there's full football on a Saturday. It just the whole, the whole thing makes you feel a little awkward. But when you get three games today... Uh, I guess two are watchable. One is one is unwatchable, right? You got Dolphins and Packers at one. Now, that's a meaningful game for both teams, I guess, right? I mean, Green Bay, if they win out, I guess they have a chance to get themselves in. Miami clearly has a chance to get in. And there's a little New York implication where you, you want and kind of need the Dolphins to lose. So, th- so that's that's for starters. And then game two is brutal. Like, like even unless you're a Broncos or Rams fan, that's that's brutal. Right? Brutal. Because that's almost an unwatchable game. That At best, that's a let's play a game around having that on. Or let's do something around having that on. Or let's watch a movie and put that game on the iPad. Like, that's the best. you. There's no way you're sitting there on the couch in your new Christmas pajamas watching that game as like a standalone, the only thing you're doing. All right? So that's, that's secondly. And then third, tonight, you get the Bucks and the Cardinals, which, again, is an awful game, but I guess has some implication as far as can they get themselves in, right? Can the, can the Bucks still get themselves in? And, you know, yesterday you saw a couple things. You saw the Saints win, and you saw the Panthers win, and the, uh, the chances for the Bucks went down a, a couple of notches. So that's where we are. We start with the Giants. The Jets are on the table as well, 1-800-919-3776. Uh, it's still a, 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 a raw wound with the Giants, but I'm, I'm ready to turn the page quickly and realize on New Year's Day, Jan 1, go out there, beat the Colts. You're a playoff team. That's pretty darn impressive from this club. Anthony... 
not in the mail truck. Anthony, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, David. Hello, Anthony. Why are you not in the mail truck today? You're always in the mail truck. Oh, we're off today, man. It's Christmas. Oh, but come on. Yeah, it's a nice holiday. We worked yesterday. So so instead of you telling me where you're calling from, you're just telling me where you're not calling from. Correct. Where, well, where are you calling from? I'm at my girlfriend's house right now. Well, what, what town is that in? Parsippany or Paramus? Or you, I mean, where are you? Millstone, Millstone, New Jersey. Millstone, New Jersey. All right, so Anthony in Millstone, New Jersey. All right, Anthony, hey. what do you got? Hello, Anthony. Hello, David. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year to you as well. Same to you um, and to yours, Anthony. Thank you. Can't wait for the new time slot. So, uh, you know, I, I, I took the Giants yesterday. Um, you know, they covered the four and a half and, you know, I was watching the whole game and I feel like they should have won that game. And, won I, the game. you know, I don't want to, pour, I don't want to pour salt in the wound, but they didn't give Daniel Jones any help. Saquon was running wild. Um, and the defense played, you know, exceptional. I mean, the Vikings are, are just frauds. And I think everyone saw it yesterday. Um, and, gen- and, I mean, and I think, you know what, Anthony, you're not, because of how they can back this up, and if they win one of the next two, they still get in, I'm not as upset as I normally would be. I'm not happy, but I'm not as upset. A couple things. A, the Vikings are frauds. I completely agree. I mean, that's not a 12-3 and team. That's a that's a mediocre team at best. That's for starters. Their offense is, I mean, Jefferson is just wonderful. Hawkinson was a great addition. And and I, I think the Giants were the better team in that game. Uh, I couldn't agree more, Dave. I, I think you're you're spot on with, with that take. And uh, you know how much I hate the Giants and the Eagles. Um, but uh, you know, I was I was rooting that they that they at least covered the four and a half. Um, but uh, to get to my to get to my Cowboys for like two seconds. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I, I I'm I, I'm I'm a nice Cowboys fan, right? I'm my favorite, but I I, yeah, I mean it's not. It's not where I chose to go, but I'm letting you because I said it's a, you know, go wherever you want to go today. So go ahead. That's that's what I heard. So so that's why I called. Um, and I wanted to talk about the Giants a little bit as well. But, you know, I, I want you to break break uh, break something in, in my, you know, group chats with my Giants and my Eagles fans. You know, so we beat uh, Gardner Minshew and they beat Cooper Rush. But they said that, you know, it, it wasn't um, – it wasn't a great win because we beat Gardner Minshew by six, but yet they beat Cooper Rush by nine. You know, so it's the same thing back I then. Would, I, I wouldn't just... worry. I wouldn't worry about that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though, Anthony, and, and don't hang up on him yet. I want to continue this conversation for a second. In the same way, I thought the Giants were better yesterday and lost. I actually, and I'm not giving you a hard time because you know I hate the Eagles as much as the Cowboys. I thought the Eagles were the better football team yesterday. Yeah, and and you know what? When they went down ten nothing, I texted my dad um, and I said, you know. I feel like they needed to get punched in the mouth in this game because I feel like they thought it was just going to be a walk in the park with Gardner Minshew, a quarterback. But Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. If Gardner Minshew were the Jets quarterback with the Jets or playoff team right now. And and thanks for the call. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and all those good things. By the way, you don't have to wish me and say goodbye for the new year. I'm going to be on next Saturday on New Year's Eve day. I'm going to be on from 9 to 12. And then, of course, on January 3rd, we launch the big new extended show from 6 to 10 every weekday morning right here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go to Wilson and Roxbury. Wilson, Merry Christmas. How are you? Hey, happy holidays to you, Dave. Uh, thanks. Hey, listen, uh, I called you numerous times. Sure. I'm 
Yeah, 40, 40 plus 40 year olds uh, Giants fans. Listen, uh, I, you, you're right 100%. The Giants were the better team yesterday. Listen, Minnesota got all the breaks, all the breaks, all of them went their way. You know what I mean? And uh, and uh, I think Daniel Jones kind of turned the corner. You know, our receivers are what they are. You know, they catch 10 balls, but they drop the most crucial one. That That's what the Vikings have that we don't have, unfortunately. But, uh, listen, we take care of it. We take care of business next week. Uh, let's rest everybody for uh, the Eagles game. If I'm John Mara, because Brian Day was kind of stubborn in a way. I'm calling John. I'm, I forget about uh, Joe Shane. Uh, John Mara, I'm calling Brian Dale. Say, Brian, we clinched. I don't want to see Daniel Jones. I don't want to see Barkley. I don't want to see anybody against the Eagles. I don't know. Give my day off. Give him my. Wilson, Wilson, let's let's do this. Let's cross that bridge when we get to it. Right. Let's oh, okay. win. Right. Let's win this. Let's win this game on Sunday, okay. and then. Right. If Brian Dable says I want to play my starters for a quarter or a half, or I, I don't want to play them at all, then then so be it. Then so be it. All right, but I, I'm not at the point where if the Giants win this game, now I want to do X, Y, and Z. I, you know what I want to? I, I want to win the game. First and foremost, that's what I want to do. I need to win that football game, and if then that becomes all right, they play, the starters play a half, fine. But it's not a John Mara decision. This is a Brian Dable decision and the coaching staff and maybe a little bit of Joe Shane. But I'm not I'm not there. I need to get to a point where I can even think about that. I don't look at the Colts and say this is any kind of a superpower team, but it, it is the same team that went into Minnesota and, and led the Vikings 33-0 in the second half. Right now, they fell apart and lost it, but that's not a, a, a gimme game. I don't even know what the spread. Harvey, do you know the spread on that game? Do me a favor, Harv. Look the spread up, and let me guess what that spread is. Can we do that? You could do that. The the Giants-Vikings game. You look up the Giants-Vikings spread, 1 o'clock, MetLife Stadium, this coming Sunday. I'll take a minute. I'll give out the call, the the phone line for you, 1-800-919-3776. I'll give you a minute to look up the number. And then I'll, I will I will guess what I I think I really have no idea I haven't seen it yet what I guess that number might be so Giants on the table one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six Jets and we're going to get there in this Zach Wilson report which I'm sure shocks absolutely nobody and if you're a Jets fan you're rooting big time for the Packers today one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six you know what's funny I'm still annoyed at the Knicks from Friday. That, to me, that Friday night Knicks game made me want to go into the bathroom and purge and just, and just throw up everything that was in my stomach. That game was absolutely repulsive. And then yesterday, on Christmas Eve, you learn Carlos Correa and the Mets have real concerns about, I guess it's the leg. I still think they get something done, and maybe to the Mets' benefit. Either you get a clause in there that says that if the, if the, if the issue that he has now is an issue, maybe the deal is, is null and void. At some point, or maybe you restructure the deal. And instead of 13-year deal or 12-year deal, whatever it's going to be, maybe you turn this into a, I don't know, three-year for, for a larger amount of money, which to me is preferable anyway. So 1-800-919-3776. Harvey, you must have the number by now, right? We have it at Giants or minus three. I don't want you to tell me. I wanted well, to guess it. Well, yeah. yeah I, I, didn't, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, All but right. then, then we'll leave it for another time then. Well, we'll do it right now. I want to guess what I think it is. Go ahead. 
Boy, you're really not on the ball today. Did you have too much eggnog? Is that what happened? Yeah, a lot of eggnog, a lot of uh, whatever. Enough about me. What's your guess? I'm going to say Giants by four and a half. Against who? The Colts. Uh, No. What's the number? Giants minus three. Three. Okay. So, again, this this is not – I mean, they're basically telling you. Boy, the Giants get no credit in Vegas, huh? They're basically telling you. That if this game was on a neutral field, it'd be a pick'em game. With all this team has done, and all that Indianapolis has to not play for in short week and on the road and want to wrap it up, and you don't even know who their quarterback's going to be, and their coach stinks, and all those things. On a neutral field, this would be a pick'em game. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven. By the by, the way, Harv, I guess four and a half. It's three. The way you reacted is is if it's the spread was like. Colts were giving nine. I was only a point and a half off. Point and a half is point and a half, my friend. Oh, my God. You really are in one today. 1-800-919-3776. We roll along on Christmas morning, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. So, Harv, you've been involved, and, and barely, you haven't done a great job, but you're, you're I guess, passable so far this Christmas morning. Uh, you've been involved with the show for 36 minutes now. What do you think? You think we have a stump for Rothenberg in us at 1030, or do you think we should punt on it today? Punt sounds strong, but I think we just uh, hand it off to next week. Really? Yeah. So you don't, you don't think the people can handle a Christmas edition of Stump Rothenberg? I think they can handle is where they get in line to be to participate. Um, and you don't think that people will want to be involved? The holidays is a special time, you know. I'm Very not sh- special time. I'm but you sh- got to figure that like ten thirty might be that sweet spot of people driving to wherever they're going and in their cars, listening to the show, and and maybe at that time they do want to get involved. Where are you going at ten thirty on the holidays in the morning? What do you mean? Well, this is not my holiday, but don't you go to celebrate the holiday with family and friends? You mean you weren't there the day before? Have well, a sleepover? I mean, I mean, if, I, if I'm a, a, an adult, am I necessarily sleeping over at my parents' house the night before? Why not? Bring it back like the old days. No, because that's just weird. I mean, if you're like 40, if, if you can drive on Christmas morning, like late morning, and then be there for the day, wouldn't you prefer that over sleeping in like a... Not your own bed in, in some kind of drafty extra bedroom? No, I'd rather sleep over the Friday night than have the Saturday and Sunday the whole the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but he, you know? here's, the, here's the thing, Harv. And again, not not to be overly nasty because it is, it is Christmas morning. Go ahead. You're the same guy that buys himself gifts on, on his birthday, right? I'll like do you, it again. I don't, I don't think your analysis of any kind of a, a fam- familial situation is exactly the person we're looking for is the gospel. I, I understand. You brought me on for this, though. And I'd do All it I said is, is, are we going to do Stump Rothenberg or not? I didn't ask for you to define whether adults should be sleeping at their parents when it's within driving distance the night before. It's tough to find parking around the holidays, too, by the way. Did, did, yeah, if your parents live in the burbs, it would be impossible. The burbs. Did, you, uh, did you buy yourself any nice Christmas presents? No, I did think about it, but nah. I mean, I got to save up for something bigger in mind. Like your next birthday. Yeah, I've got, I've got a head start on that. Um, Wait, you, you can't. Please, <laughs> I gotta tell, please tell me that there's a God in heaven that you already have, have like bought yourself months in advance next year's birthday presents. No, 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 no. That's mostly from around the time it comes. The planning starts in September. Then we get a blueprint done by the end of the month. 
You are really unbelievable. <laughs> All right. 1-800-919-3776. But it, it is Christmas Day, so we'll try not to be too mean to her. But you don't make it easy. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, Dave. Happy holidays, and I'm glad you're on today. It's a good listen. Just got done swimming, and nice to hear you this morning. Good but swim? you know what? Good solid swim this yeah. morning? Big time, big time swim today. Yeah, did did twenty two hundred yards today. So wow, very very good. Wow, yeah, very, very how, how about good. that? Well, and you know what? I'm I'm fighting father time like Tom Brady. You know, to to, to continue the lifeguard and, and teach. Uh, you got to put him to work. And I'm very. Ira, can I ask you a a somewhat personal yet I don't think over the line question? Would that be okay? And if you don't want to answer, you could say I don't want to answer, but don't be mean to me, okay? Hundred percent. What do you got? Uh, how old are you? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. So you have—I mean, you have tons of time left. Oh, God willing, yeah. But you got to remember something. I'm competing with seventeen to twenty-year-olds, so uh, you know you got to put in the extra work. And uh, I'm happy to do it. And like I said, I'm very blessed that I'm fortunate enough to be able to do it. Uh, you're, 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 I'm sure you're great. I'm sure you're one of the elite lifeguards. That you—you you don't roam the beaches, do you? You're, you're a pool lifeguard. A pool lifeguard, but I did have 11 saves last summer. 11? Yes, yes. What kind of pool? I mean, does anybody know how to swim in the pool that you're working at? No, you know what it is? Basically, it's parental neglect. Mm. Too many many parents, and this is a public service message I'm sending out. Too many parents are so busy on their phones, and they're not watching their children, and that's basically what happens. Well, that's terrible. But I'm glad that you're there to rescue all of them. All right, let's get to some good, honest sports conversation. What do you got, Ira? Okay, now, once again, I know this is a a little far-fetched, and the Jets have many issues, especially at the big position with quarterback. But I do believe Mike White will play in Seattle, and I think the team will play for him because they don't want to play for Wilson. But with that said, as crazy as this sounds, if the Dolphins lose today, or even if they don't lose, they're going to play the Pats next week. The Dolphins or the Pats, unless that game ends in a tie, one of the two of them are going to be out. And if the if the Dolphins are out, the Patriots are going up to Buffalo. If the Buffalo Bills have something to play for, if the Jets happen to – then this is the biggest problem. If the Jets take care of business in Seattle, they're, they're, they're going to play playing a meaningful game at yeah. the, in Miami. And you know what? I can't ask for anything more than that. Just give me a meaningful game in Miami, and I'll, I'll whichever way it goes, I'll be happy. I don't disagree with you, Ira. But here's the thing: couple things. Firstly, so Chargers, right? We're not even considering them anymore, right? That they're, they're going to be in. I right? think they're, they're going to lose to the Colts tomorrow night. Actually, you do. Well, so then you think that they're not going to get in? Um, I think they're going to have a hard time because, well, I think afterwards, I think they play Denver or something. So I, I, I think the Chargers, the Chargers will get in. All right, so we think the Chargers are going to get in, which would leave, what, one one spot now for, for the Jets or the Dolphins or the Patriots? That's right. And I think the Dolphins and the Patriots, each one of the two will definitely be at nine. And if the Jets could play the Dolphins to give them their eighth loss, they have the tiebreaker. So what you cannot have happen is the Dolphins win today and next week against New England. You cannot have right, that happen. Then, then, right, then we're eliminated. All right. Listen, so, I mean, you're, you're, you're a cheesehead today then, right? 
Big time, big time. I got the, uh, matter of fact, for when I was in Lambeau, I got a seat cushion because it's aluminum beaches, aluminum chairs. So I'm taking the seat cushion. I'm going to be sitting on it today and rooting for the Packers. Isn't it amazing, Ira, what fandom of your team will make you root for other teams? Like, I, I always find that to be so incredible because, like, I, I've rooted for Dallas, I've rooted for Philly, I've rooted, I mean, you name them, and then you you don't just kind of root for them, you become a, like, for me, I don't know if you're like this, I am so, like, in a scenario like you have today, I would be so all in on Green Bay, I'd almost be a Packers, like a true Packers fan. You know, you're 100% right, and you know what's so weird about the Jets? Except for the 98 season, 91, 2002, 2009, every time they got into the playoff, pretty much, they needed other teams to lose, and they would stay alive. And you know what? The Jets never make it easy. I'm not saying they're going to get in, but like I said, get me to Miami uh, the, the weekend after New Year's, and if they're playing a meaningful game, I'll be very satisfied. And there you have it. Thanks for the call, Ira, and, and thanks for the 11 saves. That's a lot of saves. He had 11 saves in the pool last year. Can you imagine? There's a lot. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's like Mariana Rivera. I wonder if when he, when he jumps into the pool, they play Enter Sandman. All right, 1-800-919-3776. Now, Harv, um, we have somebody lined up for Stump Rothenberg already? Apparently so. So, listen, here's what we do. If you really want Stump Rothenberg that badly, Harv, and you call now and get on hold. I, I, I we'll do. We'll, we'll cater to the masses, right? We'll, we'll play some Rothenberg. Don't you think that's fair? For sure. But don't make this continue on. If I want, if the people want it, call in. This isn't well, on me. You could, all, you could also, you know, put some questions together that would make it a, a possibility today. No, I, I doubt it. But you, you can't. I mean, what, what, why are you even there then? What do you mean? Like I'm saying, you could do some questions. Like, well, no, I, I don't think so. I'd rather leave it to the listeners. I'm sure the listeners are creative enough if they call in to uh, try to stump you today. You're if they call in. You're an interesting fellow. I'm putting you? it on the listeners. You, re- you really are, though. You get, you're, you're a special kind of guy. Appreciate you. 1-800-919-3776. All right, we lead you up to the Knicks at 1130. A, a high noon tip against the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll get to the Knicks a little bit as well, but more NFL right now. Giants just oh, ripped your heart out yesterday. Jets. Uh, the, the report on Zach Wilson, we'll get to that. We have a lot to do around the NFL. Then a little Mets, little Knicks, a, a melange on this Christmas morning on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's up Rothenberg, and they have... Uh, They've come through in a big way. So, so now what are we going to do? When are we going to do the Stump Rothenberg? Because now people are all lined up. I'll leave it to you. We can open up the 10 o'clock hour with it. We can do the 10-15 segment. We can do 10-30. Maybe 10-15. Maybe we go 10-15 and we just do one segment, or if it's great, we carry it over to the second. But I think I think 10-15, we get to your calls, you know, Jets, Giants, until then, and then 10-15 as we uh, break out the Stump Rothenberg. Now, uh, Steve Brodzinski. Who's uh, who's a very active Twitter user and and very aggressive? Um, says, "Oh my God, the crying today from the Giants fans on ESPN Radio. I love it. So salty. I haven't heard any crying. None. I haven't cried. I'm I'm annoyed they lost the game. 
I think the Giants were, were better than Minnesota, but nobody cried. Then he goes on to say, Giants and Vikings have similar records of one-score wins. The, the Vikings have more one-score wins than any team in the history of football. So I don't know how they're similar. Similar. Plus, sure, the Vikings get labeled because we have more weapons and are considered the frauds, but the Giants get a pass. The Vikings are 12-3. and three. The Giants are 8-6-1. and one. Those are not similar l- records whatsoever. The Vikings, at 12-3, and three, it, you should be a team that is in discussion to go to the Super Bowl. I haven't heard one person give Minnesota any semblance of a chance to go to the Super Bowl. None. The, yeah, and you're right, Justin Jefferson is, is special, and Hawkinson is good. I think Thielen had, what, one catch yesterday? I don't trust their offensive line in a big spot, and I'm sorry. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. one 800 919 Seven six. Sean in Puerto Rico. Good morning, Sean. You're on ninety eight seventy SPF. Dave, how are you? Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. How are you, Sean? I am well. It's warmer down here than it is in New York right now. It's like nine. Well, it's like eighty two down here, so I, I can't complain. I, I hate you. you know. I, I hate you a little bit. Yeah. Okay, Dave, I just, as you say, I mean, uh, if Richie James hangs on to that ball, I think we're just, Giants fans are a lot happier today. There's no block punt, et cetera. I, I still know he's made some good plays and some good catches, but he always seems to fall apart uh, at the perfect I mean, you moment. wonder why the guy's not like a legitimate NFL receiver. He, This is who he is. Yeah. R- yeah. Richie James is, yeah, yeah, he can make a decent play. I mean, he had a nice catch along the sideline, and then Richie James is, he's going to cost you games. So w- welcome to the yeah. world of when you have crappy receivers, this is what happens. Well, that's my question to you. Uh, it's clear that Daniel Jones can play. I mean, he might not be a top-ten quarterback, but he can play. Sick. My question is, his alpha receiver, do you see that coming via free agency or do you see it coming via the draft? And I'll, I'll wait for your answer. Thank you, and happy yeah. holidays. Again. Happy holidays to you, too. Um, I would say they do both. Now, the alpha receiver, I think, comes through the draft. I mean, there, there is no way the Giants are not taking a wide, the, the best available wide receiver in round one or two. That's done. Right, I, I would say round one, but you, you never know. If there's a guy they absolutely adore, and he's available in round one, and he's not the receiver. And but they're gonna they're gonna draft multiple receivers and also sign at least one, at least one, in free agency. The, of the receivers you have now, I would be surprised if more than one has any any impact whatsoever on this team, at all, next season. I mean, Isaiah Hodgins, could he, I mean, he was on waivers. You, they picked him up off waivers. And again, he, I thought he played well yesterday. Darius Slayton, I don't think he's a guy that the Giants look at as part of the future. Richie James, come on. Now, again, remember, you're going to have Wondell Robinson at some point next year co- coming uh, aboard, coming back. Uh, we'll see if Sterling Shepard is able to make it back. But the Giants receiving room will look, compl- I mean, completely different next year. Let's go to Israel. Find out what the weather's like there as opposed to the 13 degrees we have here and bring in Yobe. Good morning, Yobe. You're on 98.7. How are you? Good morning, Dave. A very rough weekend. I don't know if you agree with me. A heartbreaking loss for the Knicks, then a heartbreaking loss for the Giants. A very rough weekend. The, the Knicks, I don't, I don't know if you, the Knicks one, now I know it's one of 82. I was actually 
more angry with the Knicks one than I was with the Giants. Yeah, one. how can like you miss Knicks, I mean, four could, straight free throws? Oh, I, I mean, from God, from Jalen Brunson and and Jalen Brunson. Like, give me a break. Fun, like, if you if you had a guy that you want on the free throw line, in that that sort of moment, Jalen Brunson, and he misses two in a row. I mean, come on, only the Knicks, man, only the Knicks. Uh, you know how many free throws they missed in the final stretches of that game? Grimes misses two. Brunson misses two. Randall's missing them left and right. And you know what the shame of it is, Yov? You, you wasted such a, I mean, maybe, maybe the best ever game such. ever for R.J. Barrett. And you threw it right out the window. Yeah, yes. It was such a shame they lost this game. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And then the Giants. I mean, what week Martin is doing? Why? I know he's a bleacher and he's going to bleed. So that's what he's going to do. I'm fine. I'm living with it. But just play prevent defense, Dave. They got 90 seconds. They have to go like 20 yards. Why are you bleaching? Why are you sending five, six guys? What are we doing? Please yeah, listen, I, I understand. I know a lot of people are really bothered by that. I, I will say this. The play that I thought really cost you was that th- the third down play. It was like third and nine, and they went left side, just kind of threw it up. They blitzed on that, and Jefferson caught it and got the first down. That's like the 42. And then the Giants' defense was good. And then they, they blitzed on that play. They ran the screen. It was a perfect call in that spot. I mean, here's the thing. If the Giants blitz and get the Cousins and, and strip sack them and you pick it up and kick, kick the game-winning field goal, nobody's complaining. But because they went all-out blitz and, and they got the, the screen to Jefferson, which is a great play call, and he picked up you know the first down, and again, he got to the 43. Got to the forty. It's, I think he got to the thirty, and it was a forty-seven-yarder. He got in a position to kick a sixty-one-yard field goal. I mean, you talk about all the things in sports that have changed monumentally since you've been alive. When I was a kid, if you kicked a forty-five-yard field goal, wow! I mean, wow, you were some kind of kicker. Like I remember when Scott Norwood lined up for that forty-seven-yard field goal in perfect weather, mind you, down in Tampa in January of nineteen ninety-one. Right? And he lines up, and you think he's a 47 yards. Now, that, that's a long field goal. 47 yards is like a chip shot now. Everybody and anybody can make a 47-yarder. I mean, Graham Gano lines up for a 54-yarder, and you're like, oh, he's, of course he's going to make this. But Greg Joseph lines up for a 61-yarder, and you think, this, uh-oh, he, he might make this. And I don't think there's a team that you've seen in, in recent memory that's had worse luck as far as the field goal kicking against them is concerned than the Giants. They've lost three games in the last five years with 60-plus yard field goals. It's amazing, isn't it? Heartbreaking. Cullum in, in the Bronx. Good morning, Cullum. You're on 98.7. Uh, good morning, Dave. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas to everybody and the company. Well, same to you and same to you and yours, Colin. What do you got today? So about the game, obviously extremely disappointed, but I want to try to look at the bright side of the Giants overall. I mean, the the Lions lost and Seattle lost. So right now, the Giants go in next week and beat the Colts. That's it. They're, they're, That's guaranteed, it. they're guaranteed a playoff spot with a game in hand. If I told you that prior to the season, you would have said this is a phenomenal year. Well, here's no, the thing no I will say, Colin. about it. Here's the thing I will say. The Giants have had a phenomenal season. Phenomenal. I, yeah. I almost don't even care what happens from this point out. It's been sensational. They've given you so many moments you've been excited by, you're angry about or disappointed or whatever. They've kept it re- way relevant into the new year, which is something they haven't done in a very long time. But 
you can say if you win this game on on Sunday against Indianapolis and you get in and that's thrilling, it's awesome. And you can still also be annoyed and disappointed the way that, that the game went yesterday as well. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And then I think that's just it's it's great that you have that ability to be upset about different things. It just shows the, that the team is good, the team is relevant, the team is making things. And I look at next year. You mentioned about the receiving core. Absolutely, the receiving core is going to make a monumental change, and it has to. That's clearly the most important thing by far. But I look at overall what the team has. You look at Aziz Ojolari. You look at Kayvon Thibodeau. This team finally, in my lifetime, I know you're, you've been – Alive longer and been a fan of the Giants much longer. But in my lifetime, when the Giants were at their best, and same back in the 80s when, when you were a fan, when you were a kid, it's about the pass rush. And I think finally, over the last six or seven years, they finally had something where I think they can build upon a phenomenal pass rush where you can do the thing that, that is the, one of the hardest things and the most important things in football is rush the quarterback with four against five. If you can do that, you can beat these phenomenal quarterbacks that are just coming out of the woodwork and more and more and more every year. Uh, it, it's been – look, listen, Colin, it's a good call. And if you remember back to when the Giants won uh, against the Patriots in 07, right, February of 08, they did it because they got pressure on Tom Brady with four. It, it, you, you are halfway home. Like, you talk about one of the big advantages. Like, if you have that quarterback – Right, if you have that guy, if you have a Mahomes, if you have a, a, a Herbert, if you have a Burrow, if you have one of those guys, you're halfway home, right? You're, you're already where you need to be because you know you have an advantage all the time, right? Because your quarterback's just better than the other team's quarterback. And if you can get home with four guys, it's also a tremendous advantage. And, and Thibodeau looks like he's going to be a real good player. And Ojolari is only in the second year, and he's getting better and better. And yes, the Giants linebackers are not great, and their secondary is certainly not great yet. But it'll change. And it'll get better. And, and th- the fact that this is the first season under this regime, I think you have to be very optimistic and very positive. All right. Stump Rothenberg, we're going to play at 10-15. We'll get to more of your calls on the Giants and the Jets. Then we'll play. Then we'll get to a little NBA and maybe even the Mets as well. 1-800-919-3776 on a Christmas morning. 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.